everybody and welcome to Dev Party. Dev Party is our in-between episode where I call up Eric or Eric calls up me and we develop some fucking film together. It's fabulous. So, hi, if you don't hi. know who I am, my name is Vanya and over there, you hear the little hey? That was Eric. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. How's it going? Oh, it's okay. It's a, kind of a a lazyish day, I guess, for me. Mm, um, you. Yeah, I've done some did some color developing earlier today. These came out really well. I'm actually really happy with them. I can't wait to show you, Vanya, oh, what yay, they are. Cool. I've already shared it with the Patreon people. Oh, neat. So, yeah. Uh, one of the perks, I guess, if you call that a perk. If you call that a perk, <laughs> that's the perks you get. So... Very perky. What are we doing today? Ooh, um, you know, the cult favorite, Panatomic X. Yes, it's the film that everybody wants Kodak to bring back. I guess everybody, I don't know. Yeah. But they probably never will. It's discontinued, right? It has been discontinued. We will have... Well, okay. I had a long day today, and I did a lot of looking and poking around for stuff about Panatomic X. I now know everything that I've ever known about Panatomic X. Oh, that's fun. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. So I will regale you with wild stories of Panatomic X. Neat. I think I might have yeah. one or two that I can possibly remember from maybe the first episode we ever made. We'll see. I, did we talk about Panatomic X then? Mm-hmm. Wow, I don't remember that at all. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to be developing it in HC 110, but I'm doing dilution H because I didn't like dilution B, which is what we normally develop, how we normally use HC 110. Are you... I didn't like it because it was too fast. So what do you got? Too you quick. got like one, you got, what did you shoot this? Is this 35? What, what do you got in Pantomic? Well, I have it on, I have, I have 120. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. Okay. And it's an old expired emulsion. Uh, mine's from 1982. June, expired June 1982. So I shot it at 6 ISO, which is honestly probably a little too slow for me. I, it probably needed a little faster. But we'll find out. And you're don't, you don't remember when yours was expired, is that correct? Um, you know, I remember taking a picture, so I'll definitely look in my, uh, my photos and kind of get back to you on that. Okay. But yes, um, 120 as well. I shot oh, cool. in the RB67. Oh, mm -hmm. actually, here it is right here. I found it. This was, it says, developed before September 1982. So Oh, we have the same vintage My poor mother then. was quite pregnant with me at that moment. Oh, uh, nice. And someone was supposed to shoot this, and they forgot. And thank you so much for that, because... Now, here we are, 2022, and I got to shoot it, I think, what, maybe 12 ISO, but, eh, we'll eh, see. Okay, that's fine. That, um, between, mine's, mine's June of 82, and yours is September of 82, that's when the Duran Duran Rio album was just <laughs> taking off. Oh my God. It was a really exciting oh time. I don't know it how was you can do that, too. He always somehow find a Duran well, Duran thing to This say. is a big, you know, this was, this was 40 years ago, right? This is 40-year-old yeah, film. And so Rio was released, released, uh, I think May 12th, May 10th, 1982, in the UK, and maybe in the US too. 
but they re-released it in the U.S. not quite a year later. So uh, with, with yours is really good a couple months older than mine. But a couple months I'm actually older, yeah. not doing Dilution H. I'm going to do <laughs> Dilution B, but I'm going to do Dilution B with six and a half minutes. Okay. Now, we will see how that goes. Don't I wouldn't laugh do that. At me. But I'm not laughing at you. Awesome. I think it's it's a fine it's a fine idea. Yeah. I mean, it's a fine if idea. you see something online on a blog <laughs> and it says Oh yeah. it works every time. Absolutely. And it works every time, right? Oh yeah, I have no reason to doubt anything I read online. <laughs> it's just true. Everything's true. So let's get started. Let's uh let's do this. Okay. I'm going to pour out uh, my my pre-soak. It's 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 a uh, very expired film, so I do pre-soak for a little while. Some folks say it's not necessary, but... Uh, well, we don't care. Yeah. So mine's nine minutes. I'm going to start and pour in. And once this is all agitated and all that, I will, like I said, thrill you with tales of Panatomic X. Because it kind of surprised me. Not in like a real surprising sort of way. It's just film. But still. So, what do you know about the year 1933? Um, well, my dad was born five years later. That's not quite 1933, though. <laughs> well, 1933 saw Joan Blondell and James Cagney in two movies together. <gasps> The wonderful Footlight Parade and the underrated Blondie Johnson. Uh, I love Blondie Johnson. I bought tickets and I was supposed to go to see Strawberry Blonde on Saturday and I fucking forgot. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well. It's okay. I've seen it before, but it was really exciting. I was going to like see it at this really old movie theater with the Walter. Piano thingy, whatever. It's mm, right. Well, that is a bummer. Yeah. That is a bummer. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Anytime. So, 1933 saw those two movies, but it also saw the release of a camera by Kodak called the Kodak, I think it's Pupil. It's spelled weird, kind of a French pupil spelling. Mm. So, it was a super fast 127 camera with an F2 lens. It was a rangefinder. Um, I don't know if they ever made it in any other formats, but this was what they were doing. And since it's 127, it's probably why we don't see a ton of them around now. But with that camera came two emulsions. The first was seriously called Kodak Super Sensitive Pan. It was super sensitive. Cute. The, it, it is very cute and a little sad. Uh, the ad copy reads, Sensationally fast. Fully color-sensitive. So it was a panchromatic film. They also released Panatomic. Not Panatomic X. Don't get carried away here. It was exceedingly fine grain for superior enlargements. And they said that you can enlarge to 8x10 without any noticeable grain. Which is true. This is very, very small grain film. Which is where they got the name. Mm. It is pan for panchromatic and atomic for... It's not actually, the, the grain isn't actually the size of an atom. But they were saying, it's really fucking small. Oh, how cute. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, it is true. Oh my gosh. Just and you could get, color. you could get the camera 
the the super sensitive roll of film and the panatomic roll of film for seventy five dollars in nineteen thirty three. Which do you want to guess how much that's in that is in today's money? I'm gonna say six hundred dollars. No, it is seventeen hundred dollars. Holy motherfucking shit! <laughs> oh yeah. my god! Excuse my language. Yeah. Wow. So that's in, like basically kind of how much like if I wanted to get one of those stupid point and shoots that everybody likes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of money and I don't understand how they could get away with it. I don't know if maybe like the depression, like coming out of the depression, like like threw off the uh, I don't know how money works. I'm sorry. But I don't get it. So, yeah. That's weird. A few years after that, they released Panatomic in 127, 117, which is a format we really don't talk about much, and 35mm. By that time, Kodak had four black and white films. They had a film called Regular. Why not? Ooh. High in fiber, apparently. They had Verichrome, which is probably my favorite old film. Super Sensitive, and Panatomic. And these were all for what they called miniature cameras, like the 127, 35mm, that kind of stuff. But in 1938, in 35mm only, they finally released Panatomic X. It's, they called it the new standard for microscopic fineness. Microscopic. Again, not the grain isn't technically microscopic, but, you know, they're kind of fudging a bit. They it also they boasted generous enlargement. It was kind of the same idea as uh, the original Panatomic. I guess it was just better. I don't know. But they also released Plus X, which we will eventually be doing a little bit on, and Super XX and Kodachrome all in that year. Big year for Kodak. Now, even from the beginning, Panatomic X was a slow film. When it was released, uh, I think it was 32 ISO which is what ours was originally, the ones that we're shooting. But sometime between then and the 80s, they upped it to 40 ISO, but that that didn't really stick. But I don't know why. I don't really get why they, why they did that. Um, one of the things that people liked it for, and one of the things I found a lot of the old message boards, if you want to trip down memory lane, go to an old photography message board from like the 90s, it's crazy. It's just bizarre. It was a really weird world back then. But a lot of people used it because of its high silver content for reversal. Kind of interesting. So people loved this film. It was an emulsion used by not so much for portraits. So a lot of portrait artists did use it. But it was great for landscapes. It was great for anything you could use a slow film for. And if you really, really wanted fine or almost no grain, here is where you went with it. a lot of scientific uses. So for some reason or another, in 1987 or possibly 1989, uh, it was kind of the, the newspapers were kind of unclear about this. Kodak discontinued Panatomic X. Mm. Yes, but at the same time, they also released a black and white reversal kit prior to that. People were just making their own, I guess. Or maybe there was another company who released the kit or something. I really don't know. Kodak suggested using, an, using instead of Panatomic X, because that wasn't there anymore, they suggested using T-Max 100 or 200. 
which, yeah, I didn't realize there was a TMX 200. So learn something new every day. Now, they released TMX in 1986, so a year or four, three, before they, they discontinued Pantonic X. So from then till the present day, there is no commercially available slow-speed film from Kodak, black-and-white film from Kodak. It just doesn't exist. So a lot of people jumped ship and went to Pan F. Um, they went to Ilford Pan F. And then in 1992, Ilford, I guess, reformulated their Pan F to look a little bit more like Panatomic X. Neat. And they called it Pan F Plus. And a lot of people really took to it. I know it kind of gets... It kind of gets the shitty end of the stick now. No one, no one loves Pan F right now, but I guess in the in the '90s, people really did. It was kind of the film to go for, for at least for those who like Panatomic X. Even 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 when both were available at the same time, a lot of people were using them interchangeably. So after Panatomic X was discontinued, there was a rumor, and it was really funny if you look at the message boards from the early '90s. There was a rumor going around. That Panatomic X was actually still available. But you had to buy Polaroid Type 55 to get it. And there were people buying Polaroid Type 55, ripping it apart, and taking the negatives out of it, or taking well, taking the film out of it, to use in their 4x5 cameras. Because they liked Panatomic X that much. And we can go all on this whole like Dunning-Kruger effect thing, you're going to believe what you want to believe because you want to believe it. But that is, that's really the story of Pantomic X. And I am done developing. Look at that. I am, so you did damn. miss kind of like a very big important thing. I, what did I miss? They brought Pantomic X in um, the big, what is it, 80 millimeter like spools uh, to the moon. Did they really? Was it Pantonic yep. X? Mm-hmm. It was in ISO 80. Well, how is it Pantonic X at ISO 80? They just made a aerial. Oh, yeah, that's Panatomic right. They did make a Pantonic X, X aerial. Aerial. Yeah. yeah. Now, that is a different emulsion. Just to be clear, that is a different emulsion. Oh, come on. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, cool. It is. I mean, yes, it had to be because, like, they flew it to the moon. So that makes well, sense, but still, still kind of. Yeah, I didn't realize that, or at least I, I um, have I forgotten. I don't remember. That. It's okay. Yeah, that's very possible. But yeah, they did make a Panatomic X aerial, and that may have been available after the 1987-1989 cutoff date. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. So you've shot this emulsion quite a lot and a lot of people um as soon as if you post anything you'll get a lot of people like oh good old panatomic it's it is kind of like that tried and true like beautiful black and white that's super reliable as far as expired film goes yes um it is kind of like gold well it was a professional film yeah and because it's low iso it has kind of stood the test of time i i just shot a roll that was expired in the 70s uh two weeks ago and it came out okay. absolutely wonderful it was beautiful 
So yeah, this stuff is incredible. And if you guys ever see it around, you should give it to me. <laughs> Just kidding. No, you want to give it to me. But you no, should definitely shoot it or save it for a special occasion. <laughs> me and my special occasion. I like literally. You would, yeah. What are these special occasions? Do you have just, special occasions? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm not going to just shoot it, just to shoot it. Do you shoot anything just to shoot it, though? <sighs> That's a very good question. Um, yes, sometimes. Uh, mostly... Okay. Um, oh, no, mostly for dev party. <laughs> mostly for dev party, but also, like, Fujiprobia is kind of because, like, someone gave me, like, 30, 30 rolls of Provia, um expired 35 millimeters i have a ton of them still i give those ones oh, away no. too are you okay um, that's really a hard thing to deal with <laughs> 30 rolls of um, provia how are you making it how are you getting by oh my god i know that sounds terrible right a little yeah. bit i know i feel so i the guy didn't want any money he just gave them to me for free and it came in one of those like those like Fuji like thirty five millimeter bulk boxes. It was okay. really adorable. I like, Aww. and because I'm like born in the eighties and like some weird millennial, like I wanted to keep the box even though there was like I was like, why do I need to keep this box? I should probably throw this box away. <laughs> but the box is so cool. I keep boxes. It's or weird. Like you know, you get like a a package in the mail and the box, and you're just like impressed. You're like, oh my god, this box is like really good. I could totally reuse this again. Like, yeah. I, I don't know why I do that, but I do it all the time. It's ridiculous. That's all right. That's <laughs> all right. So are you fixing now? Yep. I am fixing now, too. Do you want to quickly revisit the last question we asked sure. for our answers? The last answer machine question? Sure. Which was, has there been a photo book that's recently changed your life? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Has so there been? I could do that. Well, okay, so interesting story. Um, kind of, kind of, yeah. I don't, okay, I am a self-proclaimed, like, very hybrid version of a foamer. I, like, super love trains. Um, I just think they're super neat, and I'm not, like, incredibly into it like how some people are but I do really like trains a lot and anything that has to do with trains so there's this and I know you guys know but this guy Mike Brody um who is also known as the Polaroid kid and he's this amazing American photographer he's like a, a couple years younger than me I think he was born in like 85 ish and he kind of uh freight hopped with a bunch of kids like like you know, like hobos and squatters and such in uh, the early 2000s, like 2004 or five, and he shot film. He used to shoot Polaroid exclusively, but obviously Polaroid died, which is just absolutely awful. So, um, so he was he was shooting with like 35 millimeter film. And one of his books I am not going to be able to get because it's too expensive. But one, A Period of Juvenile Prosperity, um, that was, I think, published in 2013, is just phenomenal. Like, the photos are stunning. 
I'm obsessed. They're so good. I showed you one the other day, Eric. Yes. Yeah. There's just like something about, I don't know. I really, um, <laughs> I get into stuff like in a very strange way. And it's just everything about these, the people in the pictures, the way that the pictures look, the way, just everything about this, the, the colors of the film, I, I absolutely love it. The, the photos are just kind of raw and there's energy to them because obviously like, you know, they're on a train. They look terrifying and like scary <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, it's just amazing. I'm so impressed. So yeah, I ordered a book. I found one from a, uh, a book a book dealer in the UK and they had free shipping and it was cheaper <laughs> than anywhere else. So I, um, yeah, I purchased a book. I'm so excited. I can't wait to get it. I just like, I definitely share it when I do get it. I'll show you guys my favorite picture in it. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I'm sure you probably, you probably know what it is. Cause it is just such a good picture. I don't think so, know yeah. what it is. <laughs> I don't think we can just tell that. So, yeah, I think right now, like, that is kind of life-changing for me. It's it's so amazing. Awesome. How about you? Okay. Um, no. No? I, 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 I have racked my brain, and I've gotten a lot of photo books lately. Oh my god, but, are you seriously going to say that? I don't pick favorites or any No, I have a hard time picking favorites. That's, that is true. but Everything's my favorite. It doesn't matter. It could be a favorite every day, different. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's fine. There's no But rules. what I'm saying is that I, I like looking at photos that aren't like mine at all. Yeah, I enjoy that. Sense. I enjoy looking at portraits. I enjoy... Um, Right now, I'm kind of really enjoying the pictorialists movement, which is, I mean, we've talked a, a bit about that on the podcast, so it shouldn't be too surprising. Mm -hmm. But I'm digging into, like, some of the more obscure photographers and, you know, also, like, people like Stieglitz and Clarence White and all of that. Yeah. I, I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing. Lan but Lance White or Minor White? I'm sorry. Not Minor White, no. Clarence White. And I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing. I'm just not taking any influence from it. I'm not like, like, oh, I want to try that. Or even, like, oh, I want to find a location like that. Because a lot of it isn't, um, I'm mostly landscape, and a lot of it isn't landscape. There's some that is, but it's really not my style at all. Hmm. I like a very crisp center to the photo, mm -hmm. and their photos are very uniformly soft. And I don't shoot that way, and I, I don't think I could shoot that way. Hmm. So that could change. Maybe they will eventually influence me. But it's not where I'm at, but I love seeing them. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't... That's kind of where I am. Um, I guess I could say this... Okay. As far as influence, I, I, I understand. And it's okay to, to enjoy pictures and realize, like, okay, this isn't, like, I'm not going to shoot this. I prefer this. But you can, like, appreciate other people's pictures, especially if it's something that you don't get to see. That's That's, like the most amazing part of like having friends who are photographers that do different things. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will say that there is a little bit of nostalgia in the book and I guess I probably could have explained this a little bit better. So when I was living up North, me 
my friend Pam and I used to hitchhike back and forth from Crescent City to Arcata to like go to like full moon parties and like weird stuff because that's what you do. And um, we met a ton of like traveling kids and homeless kids that would like kind of do these rotations like they would go up north kind of in the summer like and then they would go back down to San Francisco and so we would like bring them foods and like socks and like jackets and things like that and it 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 very much has that kind of like feel of like those same kids yeah um so I guess in that way like it is a little bit nostalgic but I I mean yeah if I had an opportunity to jump on trains I probably would do it. <laughs> I probably shouldn't, but I probably would want to at least one day. Well, that's that's cool. That's cool. If I had the opportunity to say we've got commercial sign, I think I would take it because we have commercial sign. Woo-hoo. So let's rinse. Sure and remember what Bert the Turtle just did, friends, because every one of us must remember to do the same thing. That's what this film is all about. Duck and cover. Paul and Patty know this. No matter where they go or what they do, they always try to remember what to do if the atom bomb explodes right then. It's a bomb. Duck and cover. Sundays, holidays, vacation time, we must be ready every day, all the time, to do the right thing if the atomic bomb explodes. Duck and cover. That's the first thing to do. Duck and cover. First, you duck. Then, you cover. You duck and cover tight. Duck and cover under the table. It's a bomb. Duck and cover. He did what we all must learn to do. You. And you. And you. And you. Duck and cover. Hey, everybody. Commercial time is over, and guess what that means? Commercial time is over. (laughs) (laughs) It means we get to pull our film. I'm so excited. I'm pumped. Now, you've used some of your batch of Panatomic X before, is that correct? No. No, you haven't. Okay. I used some Panatomic X a week or two ago, but it was 35 millimeter, and it was expired in the 70s. Okay, right, right, This was expired in 82. Okay. That is correct, because the Rio album was released in 1982 in England. Oh, my God. So, you don't know if you've gotten anything. I don't know if I got anything. Who wants to go first? Drum roll. Well, no, not not a drum roll. I'm already going first. I'm sorry. Okay, go for it. Yeah. Mamiya RB67. Every time you never. You got negatives? Me. Yeah, I do. They're so gorgeous. And it is. Yeah, I got a couple of. Um, I don't know if you guys know who Salva is, Steve Alba, but these are backyard skateboarding uh, pictures. Okay. And uh, yeah, I got some. I got some pictures, and they look good. Oh my god, I'm so excited! I can't wait awesome. to see you guys. And. I got negatives, I got negatives, I got images, negatives, they look, let's see, now you shouldn't, as a rule, judge your negatives too harshly, but But it's, it looks really pretty. Oh my goodness, okay, so let's just do us both a favor, and let's go to the future and ask them what they really think about them. That's such a good idea. 
And hello, welcome to the future where the time-space continuum doesn't exist exactly. There is it no... It doesn't even it, exist. There is no up or down or left or right or forwards or backwards. If the time-space continuum doesn't exist, how is this the future? Because there is no future. <laughs> that that makes perfect sense. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, God. Uh, so I'm so excited to talk about Eric's photos. I am so impressed. Um, he kind of kicked my ass with this <laughs> this role. And as much shit as I give him for going out to Eastern Washington constantly, he comes back with some gems. And I've already asked him specifically to send me <laughs> the file because I'm going to print the first image that he sent because there is some light on the top. I don't know if it's like a light leak or what's going on, but there is some light on the top that matches the bottom and it is just like phenomenal. Like it is such a beautiful picture. I'm so excited for you to share this one. This is uh, lens flare. I shot into the sun and I was like, oh, I'm afraid it's going to flare a little bit, but I'm going to try it anyway. Cause I was, it's a picture of a doorway or kind of a door. I'm not sure what's going on there. There's a door the side of a house and the side of a house with a door and maybe another door. I don't know. And a little baby cow just on the other side of the house, just kind of looking at me. Is there another cow that's walking too fast? It's his cow frame? friend or is her it? cow friend. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so good. So this was the spot where I stopped. And pe Patreon people will know about this. I'm not sure if anyone else would. But this is the place where I stopped because the road was too muddy. And I stopped to turn around. And there are about a dozen cows just hanging out at an old farmhouse. And it made my made it made my day. Mm, that's so lovely. It's It's so good. Okay. I was shooting here for about an hour already. Or maybe about a half hour already. And I was okay. getting towards the end of the day. And I was like, fuck. I have to shoot Pentatomic X and there's probably not going to be any stops on the way home. So oh, no. I, I need to shoot this now. So I shot 10 shots. Well, I mean, technically eight because I shot two on doubles for some reason. Hmm. I don't know why I did that. I just shot, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I shot all eight, 10 in about two minutes. Wow. So, uh, I'm very happy with these and a lot of like that has photographer. to do with uh, the camera and the film. So. Yeah, of course. It's lovely. Let's talk about the other ones. Okay. The second one that I'm sharing is one of a a, a, a garage or a barn of some kind. Um, I like the way, I like what, it's kind of a little flat, I guess, but I, I do like how it didn't blow, how it didn't blow anything out. No, it's beautiful. It, um, so because this is actually in the future this time, I don't remember what you, was it 12 or six that you set your ISO? I metered for six. And did you have any sort of like filter? Like what did you do here? Yellow filter on everything. Ah, that's deep, why. Deep yellow for those getting super technical. Okay. And did you meter through the filter or did you just meter regularly? I always Sometimes I'll just for it. I'll just meter regularly and just dismiss that I even have the yellow filter because I kind of feel like I shoot kind of hot anyways. Yeah, I I usually account for it at least. And then mm -hmm. the third picture is I should have gotten closer, but I don't know and I don't know why I didn't. 
but there's um, some kind of crate with maybe a toaster oven on top of it. I honestly don't know what's happening in the photo. I didn't know what was happening in real life there, but it, it seems like some sort of maybe like a record rack or something with some sort of microwave oven or toaster oven or something on top of it. I thought cool. it was kind of fun. It's the only picture I took of it. I was going to get a four by five of it, but I didn't. You got a lens flare on this too. I did because it's in the same direction as the first picture. Mm-hmm. Well, look at you with your lens flare. I like it. I'm into it. I don't know if people don't like that, but I think they rule. I think it's a people try to avoid it, and it is kind of cliche. I mean, you've got J.J. Abrams doing it in every single shot that he takes. <laughs> uh, right. The last one is, it's the front of the house. The first picture was of the side of the house. This is the front. Mm-hmm. And I had a hard time doing figuring out what to do with the front of the house. And so in this one, can you see my car in the window? No, that was the problem. I parked in front of the house, and so every shot of the front door would have had the car in it. So I could have just moved the car a little bit, but I was kind of lazy, and I didn't. Yeah, yeah, uh, I've done that goes. before. So, and that's it. I loved with the I love the texture of the wood. It's not as fun as like a like a super red sensitive film would be, but it's still pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about yours? Um, they came out really good. I wish I had a, a yellow filter. I, this was in the high noon, the yeah. hottest part of the day. You could tell by the shadows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hi, Mosey. Eric's cat <sighs> is cat. the best, but he does not give a shit about me ever. Never looks at the screen, does not care about me. And I'm a little sad about it. So anyways, the pictures. Yes. They're gorgeous. I love them. I really love messing with like the shadow, like doing shadow play. Really. You did a lot like, of shadow stuff in these. Well, it, it's 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 easy to do. Okay, You're, but still, it's a, you know, it's a transitional surface. Um, this pool in particular is stunning, and I was hoping to get a moment where I could take some like close up shots because it has some weathering. Yeah. It's been empty for a couple decades. So it has some scaling on, um, on the pool, like surface or where, you know, there used to be surface. It's gorgeous. Like kind of like alligator looking. Okay. Um, beautiful, beautiful old pool. I love old pools. They're so nice. (laughs) For for those not looking at the photos, these are pictures of people skating in uh, an empty swimming pool. I did two portraits uh, or I, I shared two portraits with some great shadows. Um, another one, which was, yeah, it's okay. Um, and then the third one, I kind of just like, because it literally, that skateboard almost hit my Mamiya. Well, also, <laughs> it's, 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 it. it's a fun action shot that you know you wouldn't normally see as a skate photo. No, because people would delete it yeah. off of a digital camera. But yeah. I enjoy it. I love the hand. I love that he did not fall like on his face. Somehow he managed to roll that one out. <laughs> so it's a vertical shot of someone skating a vertical on a pool. So it kind of works. Oh, I see. What and you it did looks there. good. Eh? See? Vert to vert. Yep. Turns out Pentatonic X is pretty good film. I know. I'm so sad. Turns out every professional from like the 60s to the, well, actually much earlier, to the uh, 90s was right. 
Yeah. And so here's a question. Since there's no grain pattern really, right? Mm-hmm. If we would have taken the same shots with Ilford Pan F and developed it in a similar way, you know, would, you know so it would have the same tonal qualities, mm-hmm. would we be able to tell the difference and have, has everybody, including us, just kind of been giving Pan F kind of a cold shoulder? That's a very good question. You know? I guess I would have to go shoot the same place with Pan F. Yeah. It'd be interesting to do, or at least like, you know, put some Pan F pictures and some uh, uh, Panatomic X pictures kind of together and all the snobby guys can pick out the ones that they think is which. Yeah. That'd be kind that, of fun could, too. That would be kind of fun. But I don't know. I, I think with expired film, you just never obviously don't know what you're going to get. No. And it is pretty magical that you can stick a roll of Panatomic X from that was expired in the 70s in your camera and you're impressed with the photos. It's just gorgeous. It's so nice to have something reliable in such an unreliable world. (laughs) And also, and not impressed in a, hey, I got an image out of, out of expired Nothing. film, sort yeah, of like it, yeah. impressed in like these just look good. Yeah, this is just like I would use this for a job. <laughs> yeah, and I'm looking at yours. Yours has almost no grain. It's ridiculous. I and, have no idea where the, where it is. <laughs> yeah, like mine does. Mine has a little bit, mm-hmm. but yours has almost none. And you developed this in HC 110B, right? I did. So the your friend or your acquaintance has Jim some Gray. sort of block. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I, I don't know if you guys do this, but one wonderful place to look for examples, uh, and I think we've said this a million times, is Flickr or just like online in general. Mm-hmm. If I don't know how I want to develop something, I'll look on Flickr and I'll type in the film and cross my fingers that someone... <laughs> in the description (laughs) said what they developed it. Usually people do. And if you are on Flickr and you are developing, you should do that because it's, it's really, really helpful. It gives kind of some examples of, of how different films can look with, you know, different obvious developers and time and even temperature. So, so yeah, it's, it's always a lot of fun to kind of search around and, look to see how everybody else is doing it. And I just, I knew that Eric was going to do his own thing and H or whatever. And I was like, I'm going to do B. Have, have you ever noticed like how often you go on Flickr searching for developing times and the pictures are mine? Yeah. A lot of the time. <laughs> and I'm so, but I'm thankful because I know that you're going to have a huge, like a ridiculously long description. It's almost like one of those recipes, like where a recipe blog, where you go on, you're like, just give me the fucking <laughs> recipe for this shit. But you have to scroll all the way to the bottom of your long story to get to it. <laughs> okay. Fair. But mine are, um, mine are always easy to find. Oh gosh, yes. So I'm yes, just looking so it up here. You. How many how many emulsions that I've tested? It's not as many as I thought it was. Hmm. It is 62 black and whites, 61 color negative, and 27 slide. 
Wow. Different emulsions. I thought it'd be a little bit more. I thought it was pushing 200. Wow. That's no. still pretty impressive. It's a lot. Yeah. It's still quite a bit. Yeah. Wow. And didn't you gift me a box of 4x5 Panatonic X? Yeah, I regret that. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm, I'm so just sorry. kidding. I don't I'm know just... that you are. <laughs> Again, I, I'm not going to just shoot whatever. If I have it, I'm not going to just shoot it on anything. I'm probably going to savor it and, and shoot it for a special occasion because I'm a psychopath and everything has to be special for some no, reason. I think this is special occasion film. Yeah, Though I think, so I, think too. I think one of the things we do owe ourselves to do is is a be it against Panef. So sick. I know past Eric was working his way through season four of of Facts of Life. Future oh Eric is now ended season four. I am <gasps> in the middle of the. It was they, they did a two part season finale oh. about graduation day where Blair and Joe graduated. Good okay. stuff. The episode before it might be the best episode in the early years. Loved it. I think it was like, take my exam, please. Or take my final, please. Perfect. Just chef's kiss of a fucking episode. Beautiful. How funny. You're so, so silly. I absolutely am in love with, with Flex, Facts of Life again. That is so cool, though. I'm glad. I mean, I wish I could be into something like that. I just, I really, <laughs> really? haven't. I've... <laughs> Honestly, things are going to start to slow down for me and I'll have a little bit more time. And I'm really, really excited about that. So I went surfing today. You know, the future looks actually pretty good. I was just kidding about that whole there's no future thing. Oh, that's good. I was a little worried. (laughs) I have to pick up my pace of facts of life watching. (sighs) (sighs) Okay, let's send it back to the past. Fine. Fine. Well, thank you, future Eric and future Vanya. Such exciting tales. Oh my gosh, tales on tales on tales. Tones on tail. I guess that's sort of it for our dev party. Yeah, that's the joys um, of dev party, really. It's just it's just quick and simple. There's not much to do when you're not deving, and we're not deving now, so there's not much to do. I mean, I can go on forever, but, but you guys don't need that. That is true. Well, we have a main episode coming up in about a week where we will be hopefully talking about the glories of the RB67. Yeah. It's Marmia RB67 Appreciation Week. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully. This is one of the problems with uh, we're not in the future yet, so we don't know for sure. But we will also be having a, a guest from, well, from originally from North Dakota, and I'm very excited to have her on. So I guess you guys can wait a week to figure out all of that cryptic, yeah. cryptic. Or if you're late yeah. and haven't listened to this yet, you could just finish this episode and start the other one because yay. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of weird to think about. It's kind of fun though. Like I've heard, I've had people, I have had people tell me like, hey, I just found your podcast and I've been like binging it. I'm like, oh my God. That's insane. Okay. Well, that's enough of, of, of our antics right now. We're silly. Okay. Very, very silly. So let's we'll say them. goodbye to our friends. Yes. So thank you all so much for listening. We will see you. We will see you in one week's time. We love you. Bye-bye.